Welcome to Legacy Church. Thank you for joining us in our journey to see our potential in Christ become a legacy in our community. We hope that you are encouraged by this word from Pastor Chad Owens and pray that you will walk away with something incredible from your time here with us. Well, good morning, Legacy Church family. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Man, we're so excited that you're here with us today to celebrate what this day is all about. And that is the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We know that that Good Friday was, was a dark day, but man, today is a beautiful day because Jesus is alive. He's sitting up in heaven at the right hand of his Father, looking down upon us today. So we're so excited to worship with you today because I do believe that I've got a word that I want to share with you today um, that's going to encourage you. Uh, but I'll, before I get to, to my sermon this morning, I just want to continue to say thank you for your, for your giving, uh, your faithfulness in, in giving to our church during this, this time of difficulty. We know that, that, that times are different right now for different people. People are, are being laid off for, because of the situation that's happening. But we want to thank you for your faithfulness in giving to our church. We know that God's going to continue to bless you and take care of you. So we just want to welcome you this morning and just say how honored we are to be with you this morning to celebrate this incredible day. So if you have your Bibles this morning, I want you to turn with me to John chapter 10. And we're going to be looking at verses 11 all the way down to verse 18. Um, so you can go ahead and turn your Bibles there with me this morning as I begin to read this scripture that I feel like God's laid upon my heart for us today. Starting with verse 11, it says this, it says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for his sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him and he isn't their shepherd. So the wolf attacks, and attacks them and scatters the flock. The hired hand runs away because he's working only for money and doesn't really care about the sheep. Verse 14, I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me, just as my father knows me and I know the father. So I sacrifice my life for the sheep. I have other sheep too that are not in this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They will listen to my voice and there will be one flock with one shepherd. The Father loves me because I sacrificed my life so that I may take it back again. No one can take my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily. For I have the authority to lay it down when I want to and also to take it up again. For this is what my Father has commanded. Let's pray this morning. Father, we love you. We thank you for this beautiful Resurrection Sunday. God, we're so um, excited about what this day means to us as Christians, that God, that you died on the cross to set us free. To, God, for us to know you in a more personal, intimate way. And God, this morning, we thank you for what you did for us on the cross. And God, we pray a blessing over this day, a blessing over those families that are watching here today. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. So this morning, I just want to share just a few thoughts with you about the Good Shepherd. The life of a shepherd is not really a glamorous life. It's usually the job that no one wants to do. 
It's not a, uh, there's not a lot of popularity. There's not a lot of glitz or, or glamour in being a shepherd. And if you remember when Samuel came to visit Jesse and, and he was looking for the next king, Jesse didn't even bring David into the house until Samuel basically made Jesse bring David into the house because he was out taking care of the sheep. He was out doing the job that no one else wanted to do. You see, sometimes the shepherd has to make choices that are best for the sheep. The shepherd takes risks that are best for his flock. A real shepherd will lay down his life to protect his sheep. This past Friday, which was Good Friday, we looked and we saw of what Jesus did on that Friday, and he became that sacrifice for you and I. So this morning, I just want to share a few things with you about what stuck out to me as I was reading over this passage of Scripture, and I want to encourage you today with what Jesus is going to say to us. Number one, Jesus is the good shepherd. Verses 11 through 13 says this, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for his sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him and he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. The hired hand runs away because he's working only for money and he doesn't really care about the sheep. What I love about this passage of scripture is that Jesus identifies who he is at the beginning of this passage of scripture. He says, I am the good shepherd. Not only does he say that he's the good shepherd, then he begins to describe what a good shepherd does for his sheep. You see, a good shepherd will sacrifice his life for his sheep. A good shepherd will sacrifice his life for the flock. You see, a good shepherd puts his life on the line to make sure that the sheep are taken care of, that he is making provision for them, that when they can't find the way for themselves, that he will provide a way for them. He will, he will make sure that they have vegetation to eat. He will make sure that, they, that he takes them to the right stream for them to, to drink water from. He will make sure that they take time to rest. Why? Because the good shepherd is providing for the sheep. And that's what Jesus is to us. He is our good shepherd. He is providing for us just like he did on Good Friday. He provided a way for you and I to escape the the sin and the darkness that had, has overcome us through his sacrifice. Jesus is the good shepherd. The good shepherd always looks out for his flock. This past Friday, Jesus became that good shepherd for us. You see, Jesus sacrificed himself for the protection of his sheep. He made provision for you and I so that you and I would be able to be in right standing with God the Father. Through the sacrifice that Jesus did on the cross, you and I are in good standings with the Father. He is the good shepherd. Another thing that the good shepherd does for his sheep is that he protects them. He's always looking out for his sheep. Verses 12 and 13, it says, A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they do not belong to him and he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf 
attacks them and scatters the flock. The hired hand runs away because he's working only for money and he doesn't really care about the sheep. Can I tell you this morning, that's not who our Jesus is. He's not a hired hand. He's not in it just for money. He's not in it just for popularity. He's in it for the good of the sheep. He's in it for the good of the people. Why? Because he cares for his sheep. You see, whatever you need in your life, the good shepherd has available to you. Whatever you're looking for, whatever answer you need to be answered in your life, or whatever question you have or you need answers for in your life, he is that good shepherd. He is your protector. You see, you got to understand the purpose of the wolf is to come and to destroy the sheep. When the, when the wolf sees the flock together or when the wolf sees a sheep that's out there by themselves, the wolf is going to come and he's going to attack the flock. He's going to come and attack the sheep. But John 10.10 10 reminds us that a thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy but the good shepherd has come that we may have life and that we may have it to the full. You see, a good shepherd makes sure that his sheep not only are protected, not only does he provide for them, but he makes sure that they have a good life, that he's looking out for them, that he's watching over them and protecting them. A good shepherd gives the sheep a good life. He gives them a good life. In, in Psalms chapter 18, verses 2, it says this. He says, The Lord is my protector. He is my strong fortress, my God, my protection. And with Him I am safe. He protects me like a shield. He defends me and keeps me safe. So Jesus is our protector. He is the one that we run to when we have needs in our life. He is the one that we go to to find rest. He is the one that we go to, to to find provision in our life. The good shepherd is always looking out for his sheep and protecting them wherever they need him. See, another thing about a good shepherd is that he never abandons his sheep. He's always watching out for them. He's always looking out for them. He's always protecting them. He never abandons his sheep, just like a hired hand will do, who's only in it for the money, Jesus always protects and looks out for his sheep. John chapter 3, verses 16. Very familiar passage of scripture that says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, so that whoever believes in him should not perish, but may have everlasting life. Jesus Christ died on the cross so that you and I could have everlasting life. The good shepherd will lay down his life for his sheep. Jesus is that good shepherd. He is our protector. He is our provider. Number two is this. The shepherd knows his sheep. I think I said this a couple of weeks ago in my sermon that God knows where you are. God knows what's going on in your life, just like God knows what's going on in your life today. God knows and he's very aware of what's happening in our world today through this coronavirus. The shepherd knows his sheep. Verse 14 and 15 and 16, it says this. He says, I am the good shepherd. There again, he says that he reminds us of who he is. I am the good shepherd. And then he says, I know my sheep. But then he says, and they know me. Just as my father knows me and I know the father. So I sacrifice my life for the sheep. 
I have other sheep too that are not in the sheepfold. I must bring them also. They will listen to my voice and there will be one flock with one shepherd. You see, something about sheep is that sheep are not all the same. They're all different. They have different personalities. They have different qualities, just like you and I. We're not all the same. We have different personalities. We have different qualities. We have different things in our life. But can I tell you this, is that Jesus still loves us no matter how different we are than other people. He still cares about us. He still knows us. He knows our differences. He knows our qualities. He knows what we struggle with. He knows what we have in our life. And so why? Because the shepherd knows his sheep. You see, not only does the shepherd know his sheep, but what I love about it is the, is the sheep know their shepherd. The sheep knows their shepherd. You see, the, sh the shepherd builds a relationship with the sheep. You see, the sheep can trust the shepherd. Why? Because they've seen him provide for them. They've seen him protect them. And so they've built this relationship with the shepherd that they trust him and they believe in what he is telling them and where he is leading them. And I do believe that's what God is saying to us today is this, is that we can believe in God. We can believe in what God has for us. We can believe and understand that God has and wants the best for each and every one of our lives. Why? Because we, God wants a relationship with you and I. He wants, to, he wants to know you on a more intimate level. He already knows everything about you, but He wants you to know Him. He wants you to build that relationship with Him. He wants you to know that you can trust Him when, when maybe you can't trust anyone else or when things may be falling apart around you. I can tell you this morning, you can run to the Father and you can trust Him because He's your strength this morning. So whatever it is that you're looking for, the shepherd knows His sheep. You see, I remember when I was a kid, when I was off playing in the neighborhood with some of our friends, whether we'd been in the woods building forts or riding bicycles somewhere, I remember that when it was time for me to come home, my dad would do this, this whistle that I, that I knew that it was him. I'd heard it so many times, and when I, when I heard that whistle, I knew that it was time for me to come home. He was calling me to come home. You see, we can identify with that this morning, is that the sheep knows the shepherd's voice, that when God speaks to us, we can know who it is. When God takes time out to spend time with us, we know who he is because we can identify because we've built that relationship with him. He knows where we are. You see, the more time that we spend with the shepherd, the more we get to know him and the more we recognize his voice. You see, getting to know Jesus is more than just on a Sunday morning. You really get to know Jesus through your personal time with him throughout the week. When you take time out to pray and when you take time out to do your devotion, that's when you really get to know Jesus. That's where Jesus begins to speak to you. That's where Jesus speaks to me the most when it's just when it's just he and I alone together. When there's nothing else around us going on, he speaks to us so that we will know his voice, so that we will, can trust his voice, that when he calls us to go to other places that we're not familiar with, we can trust him to know that he will deliver us and take care of us. You see, today in this world, there are sheep that are roaming around without a shepherd. There are sheep that needs 
to be brought into the flock. And that's what Jesus is wanting to do with us today. If, if you're not saved, if you've never invited Jesus into your life, can I tell you this morning is that you can become a that part of that flock. That Jesus died for you on the cross so that you would become part of that flock. Just like it says, is that there's still ones out there that have not been brought into the flock, that have not been brought into the sheepfold. And today is the day where God wants to bring you into that sheepfold with Him so you can build that relationship with Him. <coughs> Excuse me, John chapter 10, verses 27 says that my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Can I tell you today is that Jesus knows you and he's wanting you to follow you wherever he's leading you today. And the last thing is this, I want to share with you this, this morning is, is the shepherd voluntarily sacrifices his life for the sheep. You see, verses 17 and 18 says this. It says, the father loves me because I sacrifice my life so that I may take it up back again. No one can take my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily. For I have the authority to lay it down when I want to and also to take it up again. For this is what my Father has commanded. You see, no one made Jesus lay down his life on Good Friday. No one made Jesus do what Jesus did. That Jesus willingly and voluntarily gave up his life for you and I. You see, God made a choice to allow Jesus to come to this earth. Jesus made a choice to follow the plan and the purpose that God, his heavenly father, laid out before him. And I want to tell you this morning is this, you and I have been given a choice to become part of his family. God made a choice. Jesus made a choice. So I want to encourage you today, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, make the choice that will change your life forever. Today is Resurrection Sunday. Today is like the Super Bowl for, for the church or the Super Bowl for, for us as Christians. It's the highlight of our year that we get to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Jesus Christ and what He has done for us. So today can be the day that you make a choice to know Him <coughs> Excuse me, in a more personal way. You see, no one makes the shepherd become a shepherd. They become a shepherd, why? Because they love the sheep. They become a shepherd because they love to spend time with the sheep. No one made Jesus go to the cross, but he went to the cross. Why? Because he loved the sheep. He loved the sheep. For God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his most prized possession for you and I. For that sheep that's wandering around Without a shepherd, he gave his life for that sheep. For that person that's struggling today with something in your life, with an addiction that's in your life, he gave his life to take care of you and that addiction that's in your life. He gave up his life voluntarily and sacrificed himself so that you can come to know him on a more personal level. 1 John chapter 4, 19 says this, is that we love because he first loved us. 
Jesus, the good shepherd, sacrificed his life so that his sheep could have life. I want you to know that today, that everything that Jesus went through was for you. The sacrifice that he made, the life that he gave up to come to this earth, to be born as a child, to grow up, to live on this earth, to to minister to people and then go to the cross and give up his life was for you. When Jesus died on the cross, he had you in mind. He had me in mind. So this morning, right there in your living room, I want to ask you, do you have a relationship with Jesus? Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus? I'm not asking you, do you know him? Because there's a lot of people that know him. But I'm asking you, do you know who he is on a more personal level? Today is your day to where you can invite Jesus into your life and make him the most important thing in your life. Because when you do, the Bible promises that he will take care of us. That yes, will we have problems and and situations in our life? Absolutely. But when we have those problems and those situations, we know who to run to. And that's the good shepherd. Why? Because we know he will take care of us. It's simply as doing three things, asking, believing, and confessing. It's asking Jesus to come into your life, to be the Lord of your life, not only the Lord of your life, but to be the Savior of your life. But then it says to to believe. The Bible says that if you believe and have faith, that Jesus will come into your life, that he will live inside of you. And then it says to confess. That's simply just say to to Jesus, Father, I'm a sinner. I confess my sins before you. I know that, that I can't do this without you, that I need that good shepherd in my life. Ask, believe, and confess. That's all we have to do to have eternal life and to know that, that if we were to die today, that we would spend eternity in heaven with Jesus. So right there in your living room right now, I just want you to close your eyes as I lead you in prayer this morning. And I want to pray for you that if you've made that commitment to Jesus today, make sure that you tell someone. If, the, if you're sitting in the living room with someone this morning, just tell them, say, I, I made that commitment to Jesus that I asked Jesus in, into my heart today. Make sure that you tell someone or, or send us a, a text message or, a, a, you know, or an, a, an email, whatever you need to do so that we will know that you made a decision for Christ today because we believe that today is your day. And what Jesus went through on the cross was especially for you. Bow your heads with me this morning and let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for this time that we've had to be together today. God, I I thank you that we've had time to reflect on, God, this whole weekend from from Good Friday to to today, Resurrection Sunday. And God, I, I pray right now, especially for those that are in the living room right now, God, sitting in their home, God, that have made that decision to follow you God, in their life, to ask you to come into their life, God, to believe in you, but not only to believe in you, but to confess their sins before you, God, because that's exactly what you've asked us to do. And God, I I pray that you would touch their life today, God. I pray that you would begin to lead them and you would begin to guide them, God. Just as the good shepherd takes care of his sheep, God, we know that when we come into your your fold, when when we come into your family, God, that you become our protector, that you become our provider, God, that you become anything in our life that we need of whenever we face it in our life. 
So God, I thank you for this day. God, I pray a special blessing over everyone today. And God, I pray that you would continue to lead us and guide us throughout the days, God, ahead. And we give you praise and glory in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen and amen. God bless you. We love you. Have a blessed day and we will see you soon. Thank you once again for joining us at Legacy Church. Stay tuned in to our website for updates on events and check out other messages under the online listening tab. We'd love to see you, so join us Sundays at 10.30 a.m. or Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Have a blessed day.